What is up? Coming to you almost 10 minutes late live, but if you're listening to this in the audio format, then it doesn't really matter because it's live to tape. But if you're sitting here watching us live on Facebook, we're here. It is time for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast, the December 16th edition. It's Monday, par usual, a little bit late because, you know, right now, working at the old video game warehouse, it's a little bit busy. Uh, one of the managers, she likes to say that we're all Santa's little elves, and we have been elving the fuck out of the place. Like 2,000 orders a day. People are buying video games for the holidays, like I was talking about last week. A lot of weird games, but I, I can't think of any of them off the top of my head right now. It was a weird, weird week, week into the weekend. But it's been a week since the last time we joined you. I am once again flying solo again here. I... I didn't have the time to call you. Jai Potter was giving me crap last week. Say, he's like, you got to give me a call and I'll come down. I'm like, I don't know if I need to give you a call or not. But, you know, <laughs> it, it, I'm just flying by the seat of my pants right now. Because of work, I'm literally working long days. And I, I don't know. I, I'm whipped up this format literally right before <laughs> I got on the air. So let's talk about what happened that, like this morning. Right off the top, there was... A new trailer for Top Gun Maverick, which gave us, I guess it gave us a little more insight into what that film is going to be about. It looked, looked pretty cool. Uh, I think one of the things that I immediately took away is like they, they changed from their homoerotic volleyball scene to a fun beach football scene. But yeah, beyond that, it looks like a old, good old Maverick is still a, a pilot. He has refused to quote unquote grow up and move up in the, uh, move up in, in the, in the military. But he's, he's still doing what he loves, flying. I guess he's going to punk out a bunch of young people or and or teach them a lesson while he's flying. So that the trailer looked pretty cool. It looked like it was, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I personally, I, I know I saw Top Gun as a kid with my papa. And all I remember was Goose dying and going, what happened to Goose? I was very confused. I was incredibly confused when Goose died. And something when he flew around. I have I have not watched it since I was a child. I, I have all these like weird, vague memories of the movie. I, I'm sure I could have watched it at some other point in, in the last you know 30 years. I don't know. Yeah, Kiefab lessons on shirtless volleyball. I'm sure he's going to teach them all about beach sports and weird homoerotic scenes. I, I'm pretty sure this one because yeah. um, this old radio show you listen to, used to listen to used to always make fun of the volleyball scene in the original Top Gun. Like, what was the point of that scene? And uh, and those of you who go to San Diego Comic Con, you're I'm sure you're very familiar with that that Kansas City barbecue place that has a big neon sign that says Top Gun in front of it. It was shot here. They did that scene here. So it looks for it, but th this uh. Sequel, you know, 30 years later with Old Man Maverick. I don't even know what his actual name is. Does he have an actual name? Did they all just call him Maverick? And then Iceman and Goose? Uh, yeah, it, it, it seems it looks like it's going to be some fun. I don't know. I'll, I'll get to watch it in like 2026 or 2027 at some point. Uh, oh, oh, if it shows up on streaming somewhere. You know, because, you know, in case you've been living under a rock, if you're not a regular viewer, I'm going to be a dad. So we'll see when I get to the movies ever again. <laughs> we'll be using a Netflix and HBO Max, HBO Go, HBO, who knows. So something I touched upon last week and I didn't get to finish my thoughts on were that the Pete Mitchell, is that his actual name, Pete Mitchell? 
No wonder he just goes by Maverick. Ugh. I'd go by Maverick if my name was Pete Mitchell. I'm Mav. <laughs> Maverick. So, last week, I briefly touched upon the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Because uh, the, the, the second episode was happening as I was recording uh, this show. And thankfully, the, the good people at the, on the CW have an app that you can just watch the shows without having to enter in some sort of uh, cable login or whatever. Because a lot of these other other, other networks, they, they'll try to let you watch the shows, but you have to prove that you're paying for it in first. But the CW is like, we'll let you watch it. You'll have like 45 ads, but you can watch it. You know what? And you know what? I accept that. I, I, I appreciate the fact that there, there there was an opportunity for me to watch those other episodes two and three uh, at my own convenience on my phone. It, it, and I watched episodes two and three, and yeah, this continue. It just picked up from episode one left on. Oh, oh well, is there gonna be spoilers? Oh, okay. Then I'll I'll try. Okay, then no, I will not spoil it. I'll say that there's a lot. If you're a big comic book nerd. Uh, there's a lot of great Easter eggs. I, I'm glad you said something, James, before I went on a spoiler, 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 spoil. But it's a lot of fun. I, I like the. They literally reference every DC TV show that has ever occurred in the history of DC television. I'll just leave it at that. It's a. It's just really cool reference, like references to it, and a, a big nerd like me. <laughs> oh, Jai Park says 45 ads, so like regular TV. Yes. Basically, it's like you're watching it on regular TV, but on an app at your own convenience. Yeah, I watched episode three like last night at like nine o'clock. I was like, all right, you know, I better knock out this third episode here at some point. And yep, plenty of ads. Plenty of ads. I was able to get a lot of errands done <laughs> in between the whatever the segments of the show. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the one thing I will say is a, a friend of mine at work, old Chris Del Castillo, was mentioning that uh, the Lex Luthor, because I haven't watched Supergirl at all in the last two years, and I guess John Cryer, you, whom you may know him better as either Ducky or, more commonly, uh, what's his, Alan from Two and a Half Men. And his Lex Luthor is basically an evil Alan from Two and a Half Men. He's just playing it like that. He's not... He's not doing the Gene Hackman. He's not doing the Kevin Spacey. And thank God he's not doing the Jesse Eisenberg. But he's basically doing Alan. Like, I hate Superman. I'm going to go to the corner and masturbate in my car. Man. That's literally how I felt every time his uh, his Lex Luthor came on the screen and started talking. He was attacking Superman as he is wont to do. And I'm just like, why does Alan hate Superman so much? It, that that that's just the vibe I got every time Lex Luthor spoke. It's just it's bald Allen, because I. Ugh. But aside from that, the, yeah, it's great. It's so much fun. They they, they reference the soup the the, the the CBS Flash show from like the late '80s and early. I guess it was the early '90s. They reference the friggin' the Birds of Prey show that was on the CW years ago. <laughs> it's. It's really insane. I, I, it was a lot, a lot of fun to watch. For a, like, again, I hate to keep reiterating. If you're a big comic book nerd who's like absorbed all of this information, they, they reference the NBC shows like freaking Constantine and Lucifer. It's like what the hell? So much fun. Really great time. I, I highly recommend them. Go, go, go onto that CW app and watch them at your convenience. 
and uh, just uh, have some stuff to do during the, the litany of ads. You're going to see an ad for Fortnite Season 2 over and over. And then Target's going to let you know that they're open till 10 p.m. <laughs> on Christmas Eve. Side note, what the fuck is that about? I was discussing this with my lovely wife last night. As After the fifth time I heard that ad, I turned to my wife. I'm like, Target's staying open till 10 p.m. on Christmas Eve? Who is shopping for presents at 9.55 on Christmas Eve? I bet there's a lot of assholes out there who can be shopping for Christmas presents at 9.55. These poor Target employees who are, like, trapped waiting there. Who I'm sure they want to go home to their families. But, nope. I mean, like, I, I'm a typical Mexican. I celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. We got tamales. We just open the presents Christmas Eve. We don't wait till Christmas morning. We sleep in. <laughs> sleep in on Christmas morning. None of this, you know, wait till Christmas morning to open your shit. Here's your stuff. Open it up. Let's have some food. Be a family. Da-da. But, like, the, these poor Target employees. I, I remember when I worked at Toys R Us way back when, uh, coming up close to like, 20 years ago now, half my life ago, and yeah, we were there at on Christmas Eve till like we were open till like four or five, and we got out like we said fuck it, we just like <laughs> we we left the mess. We're like we're we're gonna come back freaking the day after Christmas and clean this shit up. It was like we closed at five and we were out at six. We're like all right, go home, go home to your families, get out of here <laughs> on Christmas Eve. Closed on Christmas, like it, it terrifies me. To think like it. it I wonder if Walmart's just going to stay open because you know if you know if Target is less evil than Walmart is does Walmart just not close? It could you just go to that any of these twenty four hour WalMarts in the vicinity and go do terrible things and buy stuff and these poor sad Walmart employees who are just stuck there on on Christmas Day. I I, I feel like I should research this and see if Walmart is open on Christmas because they uh, ever, all these retail places are sinister enough to open now on Thanksgiving. Well, what's to stop them on opening on Christmas? <laughs> yeah, James Young. Gotta get that Turbo Man doll. It's like, oh, you know, that movie bothered me. Jingle all the way. That really bothered me. It's like, I did not like that movie, even as a child. It seemed really preposterous. Yeah. The, the, the whole gimmick, you know, it's like, oh, see, uh, my, oh, see, G-Saw Mike Kirksey, as a former Walmart guy, our Walmart is open 364 except Christmas. Shocking. I, I, I am shocked. I guess a fundamentalist Christian company like Walmart probably does shut down on Christmas. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck, yeah, Scrooge McDuck wants everyone to work on Christmas Day. Yes, uh, the old Scrooge from the the, the, the Mickey's Christmas Carol. <laughs> it, it, it's nuts. But moving on to something else here. Something that I learned last week, uh, for those of you who have a Nintendo Switch, you know, speaking of the holidays, uh, there there's a, there's a small game developer called Cubic Games. Apparently they're doing something where you might be a little too late to jump in on the free part, but they're giving away a game every day from like yesterday through Christmas Day. But the catch is you have to like be there every day and get the game. Uh, literally before I I left work, I downloaded the, the game. They have this, I don't know if these games are good or not, but uh, my good uh, Nintendo rep buddies Matt and um, Shannon were promoting this last week, so I jumped on board. If you were on board, like I, I would have talked about this last week if I knew about it. Uh, if you were managed to pay attention to all these different websites, you you can look up this Cubic Games on your Nintendo Switch. They had a a freebie that you could download. You can download a coloring book, and then all those 
You get that. Ooh, we have a story here on Facebook. Let's see here. Anthony Scott says, He got fired from Toys R Us back in 96 for hitting my manager with a Nerf dart. I thought it was my coworker. All we did was play videos and help customers. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I got written up when I worked at Toys R Us for playing Madden with a kid because the kid asked me to play Madden with him because he didn't want to play by himself. And uh, apparently one of the managers was annoyed at that. And uh, like I was like, it's a little kid, didn't want to play the foot game by himself. So I, as, as the good Arzone associate I was, I was like, oh, I'll play with you, kid. It's like, I, was, I, I thought I was doing some guest service. I was making the guest experience great for this kid. And then this other manager had me written up. And then that write-up cost me my college reimbursement money, which I was expecting. Because like Toys R Us, back, at least back in the 90s, would, would pay for your college if you, if you were a good employee of good standing and you got good grades. C's get degrees, people. Uh, I, they would pay for my school. But, yeah, I, I helped out a kid, and I, I played some Madden with him, and I, don't, I was I was written up. Uh, needless to say, I, I quit that job not long after that. I'm like, you guys are not paying for my school anymore? Screw you guys. And I got, I got out of there. That was, that was part of the reason why I, I was still working at that Toys R Us. It was quite annoying. The managers were, managers were crappy, but I was putting up with it because I'm like, oh, tuition reimbursement? Hell yeah. Remember, I, I used my first tuition reimbursement check to turn around and uh, buy a Game Boy Advance when that came out. It's like, oh, cool, I got my money back from school. I'd like a Game Boy Advance and Fire Pro Wrestling, please. <laughs> right? See right there. Lesson learned. Why help customers? You, you, you'll just get punished for... Uh, oh, no good deed goes unpunished, uh, as, as, the, as the, the phrase says. See, and Jai Potter, you're, you're familiar with my ability to give good and or bad customer service back in the day. Yeah, Toys R Us. The, the two years I worked at Toys R Us, it's like the, the first year I, I was working in the action figures, and I was like, oh man, I want to work in video games so bad. I want to work in the R Zone. And I, like, I, I, was stuck, I was stuck in action. Back, back then it was called action. It wasn't called boys. Like, I think later on they just called it boys. And uh, all the action toys, which I didn't mind because I got to see all the Transformers as they were coming out. It was around that time it was uh, uh, Beast Machines, and I was collecting all those. And, like, I was like, oh, this is cool. I get to be here when these come out. And then, Later on, they did some more of the retro toys. I was like, this is awesome. But uh, they eventually, as people were quitting the R-Zone, they eventually, all right, he knows video games. Let's put him in there. And they put me in there, and I immediately regretted my decision that the grass is always greener on the other side. And I got into the R-Zone, like, right around Christmas time. And, like, right when the, the G, uh, the, right around Game Boy Color and, like, Pokemon Gold and Pokemon Silver. And, jeez, that was insane. It's like, go get the banana yellow Game Boy. Go get the lime green Game Boy. Go get the hot pink Game Boy. And I remember I was running back and forth from the registers to the uh, the security office. Back and forth. And jamming PS1 and N64 games in the, in the plastic cases and putting them up on the shelves. And like having to do all these run around. Like, this is not fun. I thought this was going to be fun. I, it, it, again, another lesson learned. It's like, oh, you think something's going to be fun. It's like, oh, cool. I'm going to work in the video game section. Nah. Not as fun as I as I imagined it was going to be. It was just all chaos and and madness. And then, uh, and then Jai Podor, he makes reference to my hands are tied. Okay, now so now I, I'm inclined to tell yet another retail story. Then it's it's, it's, it's the time, <laughs> Theo. It's the time for Christmas miracles. Uh, so what Jai Podor there is referencing. If you're watching this on Facebook Live, if you're not watching this on Facebook Live, you're listening to the audio version. Uh, Jai and I worked together at the GameStop in Montebello, at the Montebello Mall. This was well before customer service surveys and uh, the internet. Well, the internet was around, but 
people couldn't use the internet to attack you, like on Yelp and stuff. So we, we, we kind of reigned supreme there. Uh, a lady had bought an N-Gage, which, if you're not familiar with it, it was the first time a, uh, a company tried to turn a cell phone into a gaming device. Obviously, nowadays, these cell phones are amazing. I'm recording this show on my cell phone. I'm broadcasting it to all of you on Facebook Live via my cell phone. It'll go up on YouTube later from my cell phone to YouTube. Phones are amazing. But uh, 2003, no, nah, phones were not that advanced. And this lady had bought an N-Gage. And so this crappy taco phone, <laughs> it looked like a taco. You literally, it looked like when you were using the phone as a phone. It looked like you were holding a taco to your head. It's like, hello, I'm speaking into this ground beef taco. And the games were not great. I, one, of, one of my manager buddies, like, he, he actually, he tried to support it because all the GameStop managers had gotten a free one. And, uh, yeah, they're giving them away because they're, they're hoping, like, hey, GameStop managers, try this thing. Hey, there's a year free service. Please play this thing. Talk it up. Please sell them. And, and a lady had bought one. And she tried to return it, but then there was, like, a whole contract connected to it. And I was like, no, sorry, you're going to have to talk to Nokia. I, there, there's nothing I can do. And this lady was just like, and, and consultable, was like, no, I bought it from here. I'm like, yeah, you bought a cell phone. I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. My And so, like, she wouldn't kind of say, I'm very much a visual person. I like to use my hands when I speak. And so I was like, my hands are tied. And I literally took my hands, put them behind my back. And Jai was like standing next to me because we we're both the assistant managers of this GameStop. And he just like can't help us but laugh at my ridiculousness because I am a ridiculous person. And I literally like, my hands are tied. There's nothing I can do with your Nokia return. You have to contact Nokia if you have a problem with that thing. Get your money back from them directly. <laughs> and yeah, just, and then of course she filed a complaint. I didn't get in trouble. Jai did. Racism. I don't know. <laughs> they blamed the black guy. Like, why did the, it was me? It was the brown guy. We had a white guy, a brown guy, and a black guy. We had a full mob of freaking <laughs> of, of colors there, and they they couldn't nail. Like, well, I wasn't I wasn't as beautifully bald back then as I am now. I was still had the delusion that I could have had hair even though I had a giant bald spot back here that no one except Jai could see. Um, yeah, a total of 58 games released. And I'm pretty sure I have like six or seven of them because I just remember they were just handed to me when they are like, here, have all these Nokia games. Look, cool. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, an inferior version on a tiny three-inch screen. Ha! Huh. It, it, it was not good. And this lady had bought one and she was, of, of course, incredibly disappointed. But they're like, nope. Nothing I can do about your Nokia problem. Because, yeah, there was something like they had to go back to Nokia. Because I'm pretty sure GameStop didn't really get any of the money on those on the actual hardware. Like, we're just kind of facilitating the nonsense. <laughs> and Kia fam with a 58 games released, but still more than the Virtual Boy. Ugh, the Virtual Boy. What? It, it, a joke I always make about Nintendo is, like, they will keep going back to a bad idea until it turns into a good idea. Like, the Virtual Boy, that was, like, what, 94, 95? Uh, my, my memory's kind of hazy. They wanted to make that three-dimensional Game Boy. They figured it out, like, in 2010 or 2011 when the 3DS came out. But they will always they'll hang on to that bad idea. Like, we can make this good. We just don't have the technology yet. <laughs> Some point in the future, we're going to make this Virtual Boy thing work. And it, it kind of did for a while with 3DS. A 95, I had a feeling. I, I had it around that time. I, I worked at a, a, a little, uh, a little. I, I worked at a little, a little game store called Game Stuff back then, 
And I remember we had a, a demo unit. I would play, um, I would play War, uh, Mario Tennis, and he would, and I would get the headaches. Anyone, any normal human being would get the headaches. Uh, I, uh, oh, I, I don't have the Virtual Boy. Oh no, <laughs> I, 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 as much as of a video game collector as I am, I, I could not bear to to go purchase that that thing. I'm sure, I'm sure my boss has one and has several of the games. I'm pretty sure at our, at our work we had one of the games in stock, and I asked him, I was like, is this part of our inventory? It was some weird uh, uh, pinball game for the Virtual Boy, and he was like, oh, you know what, I, mean, I should put that in the, in, in the vault upstairs. I'm like, yes, put this in the vault upstairs, away from our Game Boy, our game, our game Boy inventory. That, that should probably go somewhere else, away. If, we're not, if we don't have it up on our Amazon or on our eBay page, let's put that game away, far away. It, like, the Virtual Boy, it was just like, it was insane. I'm really, and, and man, Nintendo pushed demo units everywhere. Because, like, even our dinky little, like, game stuff store, we had it. And then there was this little demo unit. I don't know if the Nintendo rep ever came to that, to, to our little dinky store. But they sent one to our store, and then we had one set up. But it wasn't portable. You couldn't really carry it. It had to be on its stand. And then you're right there, and the controller was underneath your, your chin, and you're sticking your face into the thing. I mean, I guess people now do the VR thing, but Galactic Pinball. Thank you, Kiet. I can always rely on you to be our, our corrections and retractions department here on the podcast. Yeah, Galactic Pinball. I found a copy of that when I was doing a Game Boy inventory earlier this year, and I was like, what is this doing here? This is neither game nor boy. <laughs> it's virtual. Yeah, the virtual boy was just, ugh, terrible. Like, even internally at Nintendo, the, 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 they made a joke about the virtual boy during one of the award shows that I went to. Like, they, they had a, like this rep, she got lost in a Walmart parking lot, and then she walked by a skeleton and had a virtual boy vest running, much like a, a lot of the apparel. Like, you know, I got my own, my old Wii U jacket here, even though it's like, I'm walking around with this failure on my chest, but this jacket is very nice, and it keeps me warm, and I like it. <laughs> It's a good conversation piece at work too. Like the uh, the 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 postal service worker saw my my jacket. He's like, "Oh, the Wii U! I love that thing." Whenever my wife gets mad at me and won't let me play video games, I just bust out my Wii U. She can keep watching her TV, and I'll play something on my Wii U. And I was like, "No, oh, you're one of the people who still has it." And as evidenced by our game sales in these last few months, that's uh, freaking a shitload of people are still buying Wii U games. Just Dance goes out the door every day. We were selling Just Dance for Wii U all day long. Uh, we, we, people are still buying Super Mario 3D World. People are buying uh, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. I mean, they're buying some of the good games. But it was like, where we sell Call of Duty Ghosts for the Wii U. Who's buying that? I I don't know. They're, they're still... like They only sold 48 million of these things. Apparently, there's enough people out there who still have them or are still operating them. Mine is in a box at work right now. Like, I haven't used mine in a very long time. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I think the last time I used my Wii U was like to play like the Smash Brothers for Wii U. See him right here, Jai's a, like, you didn't really get in trouble. Just, you, you just got yelled at. That was like a daily basis for you. Jai, this, this guy. He was the biggest bunch of bullshit that ever happened to me. No, that's, I could tell another story of a, some of the bullshit that you laid upon me, sir, sir. But I will take the high road. I will take the high road and not throw you under that bus. <laughs> Leaving the store. Ah. Yeah, working in a video game wholesale warehouse, it, it that that's it's a lot different than working video game retail. 
this, this past week we, we had like computer malfunctions, so it's just it, it was it was pure chaos at at the at the warehouse. The using archaic systems of pulling games so like I'm, I'm trying to pull like 2,000 different games and it's like wait we don't have our nice organized Excel list we have random lists of chaos it's like this is supposed to be all Xbox One games what's this Switch game doing here what's this Wii game doing in this list no wait why I don't understand oh but uh, I, well, I'll tell you this I got in a whole lot of uh of exercise, I I think I must have walked seven total. According to my uh, the f- pedometer on my phone, I, I think I was doing seven miles a day. <laughs> All like running back and forth. If, if you want to get a good look of where I work at, go 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 look up videogamewholesale.com and you'll see a nice big picture of, of the display area where I, I got to pull games from. If you if you're looking to sell video games at a, for for retail purposes, check out videogamewholesale.com. I'm the sales manager for that website. You'll, you'll be contacting me if you want to if you want to buy some video games in bulk and go sell them for yourself on Amazon or something. That, that's most of the customers I have. They're all buying them from me and taking them and shipping them off to Amazon so it's fulfilled by Amazon. It's really... Because, <laughs> oh, thank you very much, Mr. Anthony Scott. Make sure to like or follow so you can keep getting the, the, the this fun show. We're here every Monday night. Thank you very much. So... Let's talk about another piece of media. Let's talk about The Mandalorian. Man. Oof. This past week, uh, uh, last week's episode of The Mandalorian was, was pretty great. Oh. And there was a, a lot of deep cut stuff was going on in there. They made fun of the prequels in this episode. They made fun of the inability of stormtroopers to shoot. <laughs> oh. The child, yes, the child show. It should just be called The Child, but then they would have, like, given away the premise. But, yeah, this past episode was amazing. A whole lot of Bounty Hunter stuff going on. And just, like, this past episode, I like, for, for a, a big TV nerd like me, like, I was like, I was just like, oh, look, Bill Burr. Oh, look. I'm like, as soon as I heard the big guy, I'm like, oh, that's Clancy Brown. That's the voice of Lex Luthor. That's, you know, he, he does a lot of voices. I know who he is. He's Clancy Brown. I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. Like, uh, I didn't realize I was watching the show, but the dude from the IT crowd was the voice of the droid in that episode. I was like, you got Taika Waititi on one end, you got Richard Ayande on the other. That's pretty cool. And what I didn't realize after the show, uh, um, either you might know her as Tonks from the Harry Potter movies, or you might know her as the, the Wildling Lady from Game of Thrones. She was the Twi'lek with the, with the little, uh, the, the Twi'lek, if you, if you. The lady with the the, the the little long horns in her head. It was like crazy cameo central. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a great episode. You got, you got to see how badass the old Mandalorian is. And you, it was like a little glimpse into his past, too. It was like you got to learn some something about him. And you also got to see how badass he is. And, of course, you had, you know, the child. Being the child. As, you know, future parents like myself and my wife, we're just, we are mesmerized. With, with the child, with, with the babyhood, we were mesmerized with him. He is every time he's on the screen. My wife and I would just melt. We're just like, oh, little guy. Oh, he's so cute. He's amazing. I love him. And oh, another one. Say another guy who was on the. If you watch Sons of Anarchy, old uh, Fat Elvis. <laughs> uh, I forget what his character's name was on Sons of Anarchy, but Fat Elvis was. He was a evil piece of shit. 
in, in, in the Mandalorian too. And it was just, I, I was just like losing my mind watching watching this past week episode of the Mandalorian. And if you're not aware, I mean, if you're watching Disney Plus, uh, I, I have to give you a, 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 a what do you call it? What do you call it? I have to give you an, uh, what? Oh, I don't even know. Not a warning, but um, I have no idea what I'm saying, wife. If you're watching The Mandalorian, don't expect a new episode on Friday. The episode's actually going to pop up on Wednesday. Public service announcement. Public service announcement. Mike, I'm getting old, folks. This is a public service announcement. If you want to watch the latest episode of Mandalorian, you don't have to wait till Friday. It's actually going to pop up the day after tomorrow. It's popping up on Wednesday. Why is it popping up on Wednesday instead of Friday, you ask? Because this Friday, there's something rising in the sky or something or other. At least that's a... That, that's that's what I've heard. There's something rising in the sky and it's walking. Yeah, the big Star Wars movie coming out on Friday. So I, I guess uh, the, the the nice people at Disney are like, you know, maybe we should put the episode out on Wednesday so people can watch it on Wednesday. That way they can go all out and buy, and buy tickets to go watch Rise of Skywalker. But you know, people can just watch it on their phone while they're waiting in line to go see the Rise of Skywalker. Honestly, 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 they can. But good news for the rest of us in the free world. I mean, we'll watch it two days early, but then that means we have to wait an extra two days for the following. Although, I'm not sure if this... I think there's two episodes left, because there's only eight episodes. I'm not sure if you're aware of that, wife. There's only eight episodes of this show, and we've already consumed six of them. Yeah, one of the, the, ang one of the angry uh, reviewers I was reading... Online, like they're setting all these things up, but this would be great if it was a 22 episode season. But it's only eight, so I don't know why they set this stuff up. Like, I don't know what people just can't enjoy fun things. And the Mandalorian, it's fun. It it really causes my heart rate to go up. Honestly, I was just losing my mind at several points during the episode. Like, I am so emotionally invested in this show. Like, I haven't been this emotionally invested since Breaking Bad. That's how much I'm enjoying this show. It's 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 really good. I love. I'm so emotionally invested. I'm, I'm. Of course, I think I'm doubly invested because I'm going to have a kid. And then the baby Yoda reminds me of my child that's coming. I was just like, I think I, I'm emotionally vulnerable to the show because of the little baby Yoda. Yeah. And then James, you make a good point. Maybe they'll gift it to the gift us the final episode on Christmas as a Merry Christmas to all, all Star Wars fans. Guess what? Final episode on Christmas. That, that, that would be... I think that would be nice. I hope that the Mouse House is kind enough to do that. They hit us up this Wednesday with one. Then you get Rise of Skywalker on the weekend. And then, boom, following Wednesday. Merry Christmas! Final episode of The Mandalorian. And then we'll see what kind of crazy cliffhanger they leave us on. And then we'll get more Mandalorian in 2022. That's what I'm guessing. We're going to be left hanging. Unless they're shooting it right now. <laughs> We're going to have to wait a while. Because that's like, what, eight, eight half-hour episodes? That's like, maybe like a movie and a half? <laughs> maybe two movies? That's a couple movies worth of shooting. So it's going to be a whole while, I think, before we get more Mandalorian. I think they're going to leave us... Going to leave us hanging. I'm sure it's going to be some crazy cliffhanger involving the little baby Yoda. And we're just going to be left there like, oh, why? Disney, uh, Disney's already breaking their schedule for, for Rise of Skywalker, right? I don't see why not. Fuck it. You know? Season's gonna end. And then and it's just the interminable wait for me for the 
for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's that's the next big thing I'm excited about for Disney Plus. Uh, I'm sure I can fill that void with lots of Disney Afternoon and other Disney movies. I, I have to sit my wife down and we need to watch um, Frozen at some point. I, I really want her to get let it go stuck in her head. But I also wanted to see that it, it's actually a fun movie because we're not going to go see Frozen 2, at least not anytime soon. Uh, I, I have a pair of free tickets I got from work and uh, for to go to the movies. And I was just like, we're busy with baby things. <laughs> like... For example, I, my wife and I spent uh, yesterday. We, we did the, the fun maternity photo thing. It was a, it was a lot. Of, it actually was a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I, I soon hope to post one of the photos that I thought was quite amusing. <laughs> I'm throwing a hodokin into my wife. Ah, get it, get it. That's how the baby was made. <laughs> yeah, I'm a jackass, and it was on full effect. And then my wife, of course, was beautiful and gorgeous in all of her photos with her and our little baby babas in her belly. She was so gorgeous. And then I was being a jackass. My wife, well, she, she humored me and said I was handsome. But I was being dorky and funny. But that's the point. We're having fun for these these photos. We, we did this whole thing yesterday. Our, our, our wonderful, wonderful friend, Judy Lynn. Judy Lynn photo. Go get your photos with her. She's really good. She's a professional. She's really good at it. She's smart. But it was a lot of fun. I'm sure once once we get them, uh, once we get more of them, uh, I'll probably post some of the fun ones myself. There'll be, there'll be a, a story a story in five photos, which you unintentionally created. I was like, oh, dude, this is going to be totally a hilarious Instagram post. I, I can't wait. Can't wait to get my hands on all five photos. It's a story in five photos, and you just swipe, and the story continues. It's a little sneak preview of some fun stuff coming. I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. So, my, my, my wife suggested a bit of a, a segment for this week's episode. Games that Dre is playing. Lately, uh, I have been spending my, my free time playing uh, Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds on the Nintendo 3DS. I, I think I mentioned this like a month ago, but I, I've been putting in like, you know, five to ten minutes of work into it uh, from day to day. And you know what? That's what I've always liked about the DS and then the 3DS. I can just very easily play games. Uh, I, I, you know, I should do this more with my Switch because I can do the same thing with my Switch. Just put it to sleep, and then. But I have to keep that charged more frequently. I think that requires a little bit more. Like I got to keep that thing. Like my 3DS, I, I, I can leave it alone for a couple of days on standby, and it's okay. And I'll catch that red dot, that the red light. I'm like, oh shit, I got to plug that in. But you know, it, it's been really fun because um, the thing that's been uh fun for me is like I, I last played uh, Zelda Link Between Worlds I, when it came out I get I'm sure Kiet Fam will, will, will get the correct date on that I think it was sometime in 2013 or 2014 I think it was 2013 I think I was still at Disney when it came out I'm not 100% sure because I remember I spent most of 2013 playing Fire Emblem Awakening and I love that game I put 200 hours in that sucker that was a lot of fun that was a lot of my free time was spent on that Although I think I spent most of 2014 playing Bravely Default, which a sequel or a threequel was announced last week. The Game Awards. Ugh. But yeah, I've been playing the Link Between Worlds. 2013. Thank you. I think I knew it was like somewhere in the fall of 2013. Thank you, Kit. And uh, yeah, I've been playing that. And like, last time I played it was six years ago. And I don't remember everything. It, it was like this, the opposite of me fooling around with Link's Awakening. I, I played, uh, I played a, a copy of Link's Awakening at work. 
a while back for the Switch, and like literally everything is exactly where I know it from playing Link's Awakening over and over and over on the Game Boy, and later on Game Boy Color, and then later on I think I got the the 3DS download of Link's Awakening on my 3DS, and uh, every I, I have that game memorized inside and out. But uh, this uh, Link Between Worlds, I really enjoyed it because it's it very much a sequel to A Link to the Past. If you know that that personally is my favorite Zelda game with Link's Awakening like right behind it. No Ocarina of Time and then this house. And, uh, yeah, Link Between Worlds is like, I don't remember everything. And that sense of discovery, because I think a lot of people like to play games to, to escape. Uh, I like to play games to solve puzzles. And Zelda is every dungeon is a freaking puzzle. And I just, like, love figuring them out. Like, it's not a Rubik's Cube where it's just a sequence. Like, it's, it's more like, all right, what the fuck do I do? If I hit this thing, does I open that? Do I have to kill all the things in this room to get that door open? What, I have to light up that torch and then hit that thing? And then, all right, cool. That's been a lot of fun. I've been trying not to look up stuff on the internet, but I did look up something today because I wanted to get the, the Master Sword all the way up to its maximum power. So I like, I found three of the four Master Ores. I'm like, I need one more Master Ore. I can get this motherfucker powerful. I can kill those bomb-throwing giants who keep pissing me off. I gotta keep stunning with my boomerang. I'm like, fuck you, giants! I can kill them a lot faster now. And I got my the, the superior master sword or whatever. The, the whatever. It's gold now because it was just a, it was like silver and then it was red, and then now it's gold and it's cutting through fools. And I can go fight the final boss now if I feel like it. I might wait till the weekend. I'm not gonna be trying to do it during my lunch at work, or I was like, so I'll be fighting the, the final boss at work. I'll be like, uh, hold on, I, I gotta pause this and go back to pulling games and shit, <laughs> and or, or 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 making eye contact emails to send out to prospects. <laughs> but the the game, it's just like I, I love those top down old school Zelda games. I, I I've said before, I think it was like the second episode of this podcast way back when. Like, oh, three three D Zelda. Ugh. I liked. Breath of the Wild, I, I don't know. I don't think I can dedicate the time necessary for that game. I, I, especially now, like in the, in the, in these upcoming, in the, in the next four weeks, Rosa and I are going to be parents. That baby's coming. <laughs> that baby's a bullet train coming here between now and January fifteenth, baby. We'll see if I can keep doing the podcast at that point. We'll find out. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But. Yeah, I don't know if I can, like, because uh, Jai always talks about, oh, yeah, Breath of the Wild, 200 of the best hours of your life. I'm like, do I have 200 hours? Like, this Zelda Link Between Worlds, yeah, that's, like, maybe, like, 20 hours, and I'm doing it, like, a 10-minute, 5 to 10-minute chunks at a time. Easy. Not a problem. I can, I can take it out, no problem. But, uh, yeah, Breath of the Wild, some of these other games, or the games you have to be online, like, I don't know, my, my, our, our good kid and I, and I's good buddy Art, I don't know how he was playing Destiny while, while raising a child. I know he had, he had his child and his baby Bjorn handing him a controller, and then, well, he, so he would jump in and raid with us or play some PvP. I don't know how he did it. I don't know. I can't, I, I can't see myself doing the baby and the baby Bjorn while trying to play something on my Switch or play something on my PS4. I don't know how that, I don't know how that work. I, I'm sure there's plenty of dads to do it. I, I saw an image of a of some uh, uh, one of our friends' uh, uncles was playing Guitar Hero or Rock Band with the baby and the baby growing. I can do that. <laughs> I can totally see myself doing that. Come on, little dude. We're going to play some Foo Fighters. 
But I don't know about sitting there and playing like three hours straight. Uh, I, I'm sure I'd have to change at least a diaper. Maybe two. Not sure about that. We shall see. I'm, uh, I'm a 40, I'm going to be a 40 year old dad. Woo! Can't wait. Can't wait for my little bouncing baby boy. <laughs> and then, yes, that was Art burping the baby, not fapping. Because <laughs> you're the. Say, hey, Art, what are you doing over there? Burping with your kid. Right. It's <laughs> like, I don't Art, like, Art, like, like, half my age. I don't know how he was doing it. But we'll see. We shall see. I don't know how much gaming I'm going to get in. I'm going to have to, like, sneak in my, my cell phone games while I'm on the toilet. I think that'll be my, my gaming time, unfortunately. It'll be toilet time will be gaming time. <laughs> Like, I feel like, is that a thing for older guys? Is that the only time a lot of older dudes can get their gaming in? While, like, taking a crap? Is that my future? I don't know. But I do know this. We'll be back here next Monday, 8 p.m. Pacific time, for another Dre's Geek Philosophy podcast. Remember, you could always follow the show on Twitter, at Podcast. I am tweeting... More frequently now, I am gotten better at the tweeting. Announcing that I'm doing stuff that I'm not doing good at. But reacting to other funny things on Twitter and making funny comments, I'm on top of that. <laughs> Most definitely. You can also find us on Instagram, at Podcast. Stuff goes up there occasionally. I think after December is done, I'll be able to do a lot better on social media. Because after like nine hours of like craziness at work I don't find time like usually I do find time at work to post some cool thing I find at work or some silly video but lately it's just been pure chaos like I, I was packing anime stuff for like two hours today I have to manage an anime account too it's just like craziness I tell you craziness once Christmas is coming gone uh, hopefully we'll have more time to dedicate the the YouTube page, which is two episodes behind, and after this, our YouTube page is three episodes. Our YouTube page is three episodes behind, which I hopefully will try to remedy tomorrow during my lunch and get at least the episode from two weeks ago up onto our YouTube page. Help! This whole thing is out of control. You can also support the show uh, if you want to help me out, especially since I'm going to be a dad. Uh, please go to our patreon.com forward slash podcast. or if you don't want to uh, do that we also have our Etsy store uh, etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash podcast. I have a lot of fun 8-bit art there that you can purchase uh, thank you for watching thank you for listening this has been Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast we'll catch you guys next week you guys have a good night Audio listeners, uh, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time.